Well, hey, everyone, welcome to The Platform. I'm your host, Chad Balthrop, and we're doing our devotions together every Monday through Friday. We're in the book of Philippians today, and we've been in that book for a, about a week now. Philippians is the book. The theme of the book is how to be humble and happy. And as we do these devotions, we're following a simple pattern. We're going to read a passage of Scripture, make a few comments about it or some observations about it, and then we read that passage or then we pray that passage back to our Heavenly Father. And today is really a continuation of yesterday. Yesterday from Paul, we heard that we should let nothing be done through selfish ambition or conceit. We really discovered Paul's definition of humility, that idea that we would use who we are and what we have for the benefit of others. And today, out of Philippians chapter 2, we see a very clear illustration, an incredible example of what that means to be someone who is humble, to use who you are and what you have for the benefit of others. And Paul pushes immediately in his example to the absolute best example there is, and it's Jesus Christ. So let's read Philippians chapter 2, verses 5 through 11. Here's what it says. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who, being in the form of God, did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bondservant and coming in the likeness of men. And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. Therefore God also has highly exalted him and given him the name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, of those in heaven and of those on earth and of those under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. That's Philippians chapter 2, verses 5 through 11. And what an incredible example of humility that is. What a great object lesson, but way beyond that. It really is this passage of Scripture that clearly defines exactly what it is that Jesus Christ laid down for you. We know that Jesus Christ died on the cross and that he rose from the dead. We know that he is the, the holy son of God, that he is the sinless, spotless, perfect lamb of God who was slain for our sins. We know that he removed his holiness, his righteousness, and replaced that with our sinfulness. He took the penalty and the punishment of your sin and mine, and then he replaced our sinfulness, our sin nature. He replaced that with his righteousness. We know all of those things, but in this passage, Paul makes crystal clear this is that great exchange that took place. And with every step, what we see is Jesus, the Son of God. We see the you know the the son of the trinity he is god himself and you know he he is god he is in every way god and and here he is giving everything away he's constantly giving 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 and with everything that he gives up by the end of his giving up by the end of his releasing he receives all the glory of god because he is god and so look at this with me. Let this mind be in you, which was in Christ Jesus. Well, first off, I think that's just a simple challenge from Paul. If you're going to be humble, if you're going to use who you are and what you have for the benefit of others, recognize how much Jesus gave up for you and have the same kind of mindset towards others that Jesus did. Jesus was in the form of God, did not consider it robbery to be equal with God. So Jesus was God. He looked out of eternity and said, I can come into their, into their lives. I can, I can do that. I can, I can rescue them. I can save them. I can heal them. I can fix the sin problem that they have. And so Jesus leaves eternity to come here. He gave up all of eternity. He gave up his rights and his privileges 
to be God in order to be here and to experience what you and I have experienced, to experience the pain of this world, the hunger of this world, the disappointment of this world, all of the joys and all of the sorrows of what it means to be human, Jesus had a personal, unique, one-on-one experience with that because he laid aside his authority to be God. And then verse 7, but he made himself of no reputation. He didn't show up as a conquering king. He showed up as a baby in a manger wrapped in swaddling clothes. He took off the power of his authority, his sovereign authority as God, and put on the body of the most delicate, the most fragile version of who we are as humanity. And so he came as a baby, but not just any baby. He came as a baby with no reputation. He was the son of a carpenter. He wasn't the son of a rich man. He was the son of a carpenter in, in a town that nobody really paid any attention to. He, he had no reputation. He took the form of a bondservant. He said it to his disciples, for the Son of Man didn't come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. So he found a way to give up his authority to be God, to give away his reputation as a man, to really... Uh, to give away his freedom, to become someone who would serve others willingly, to do that on his own, not out of compulsion, but to do that because that was an example that he wanted to set for us and the way he would lead us back into a, a healthy and, and and incredible relationship with our Heavenly Father. And coming in the likeness of man, verse uh, verse 8, and being found in appearance as man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. Jesus gave up his authority to be God. He gave up his reputation as a man. He gave up his freedom, his rights as a man. And then in verse 8, we see that he gave up his very life. He gave up his life on a cross that was a criminal's cross. So not only did he give up his reputation, but he was accused of a crime he didn't commit. He gave up more than his reputation. He gave up his guilt or innocence for you and me. He continually put off all of these things. He gave them all away. And then in verse 9, Paul says, and this is what he got out of the giving. Therefore, God also has highly exalted him and given him the name which is above every name, that every knee at the name of Jesus should bow, of those in heaven and of those on earth and of those under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. What an incredible example of humility is, but beyond that, what an incredible gift God has given to us through his son, Jesus. I pray that today we would make much of Jesus, that we would celebrate his remarkable gift for us, that we would lift him up in our workplace, in our family, within our own lives, and that we would not only lift him up, we would celebrate who he is and what he's done, and that we would follow in his footsteps, and that we too would be the people, as James says, the book of James, James was the half-brother of Jesus. James says, humble yourself in the sight of the Lord, and he will lift you up, that we would follow in Jesus' example, that we would humble ourselves in God's eyes and in the eyes of everyone else, that we would willingly give away all that God has for us for the sake of knowing him and making certain that others know him as well. Let's pray that back to our Heavenly Father. Father, thank you so much for today and thank you so much for Jesus, the gift that you have given to us through him. And Jesus, I am so thankful for you, for the example that you set for us on the cross at Calvary. You gave away your authority, you gave away your rights, you gave away your reputation, you gave away your innocence, and you replaced our sinfulness with your righteousness. And you did all of that through the incredible pain and suffering of the cross. And I'm so grateful. I pray that we would follow in your footsteps, that we would simply surrender to you. 
that we would humble ourselves. Show us what that means today to humble ourselves in order to use who we are and what we have for the benefit of others today. Help us to recognize the strength and the power of the tender mercies that you have given to us through your sacrifice on the cross. And so, Jesus, we love you and we praise you. Thank you for these things. And it's in your name that we pray all these things. Amen. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope you'll subscribe so that you can catch future episodes. I hope you'll like, share, or comment on this episode and help us connect with other people uh, that you think might be interested in, in a simple devotional like this. And I also hope you'll tune into A Follower of One. It's a another devotional podcast with some incredible interviews that are just inspiring stories of how people's faith is lived out in the workplace. And so I hope you'll catch that. It's available everywhere podcasts are found. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time on the platform.